When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tuesday, June 21st, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, uh, the Guardians and the Twins are set to open uh, what what turns out to be a you know pretty big series now uh, with Cleveland trailing Minnesota by a game in the American League Central standings. Yeah, it's only June, uh, but these two teams are going to face each other eight times over the next you know two weeks, and and we're really going to get a sense of what this race is going to be like uh, between these two teams, at least uh, for, for the next, you know, two, three months. Yeah, definitely. Joe, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, if you're a baseball fan and you like uh, <laughs> division races, this, this is your uh, cup of tea here. And um, you know, usually when, you, you know, like you said, they're playing each other eight times in the next 10, 11 days, uh, usually when something happens like this in a head to head, you know, it's pretty, maybe it's, a, you know, five, a four and four, or you, you, they go three and five. It's rare that somebody would go like six and two or, or seven and one and really separate themselves. But, you know, the, the, the opportunity is there for, for the guardians and the, and the twins to do just that and really kind of, you know, put a lot of distance between themselves and second place, you know, the kind of distance, we're seeing in you know the AL East where the Yankees have a 12 game lead and uh, in the uh, AL uh, West where Houston has a 10 game lead. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, this is the only game in town in the American League and yet everybody just wants to talk about the Yankees when they're good or the uh, the Astros and their lineup and the, and that kind of thing. Uh, but but this is where like the the real games that sort of matter are taking place uh, in the American League Central. Uh, I, I think we we kind of maybe suffer a little bit because uh, the the division is viewed as weakest division in in baseball. But uh, you know, right now it's it it can be weak and still be competitive and fun to to see uh, these teams go at it and 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 stage some really great games. Uh, right off the bat, we've got uh, Aaron Savali going to uh, make his return to the rotation, uh, so we don't know how long he's going to go, and and he's going up against a guy who the, the Guardians always have uh, a tough time with in Joe Ryan. Yeah, Joe Ryan is, you know, beat him. I think he made his big league debut against them last year for the Twins after being acquired in a trade with, uh, in the Nelson Cruz trade from the, mm-hmm. from the Rays. Uh, you know, he beat him last year. He beat him earlier this year. 
six innings. He allowed one run. He kind of just uh, baffled them. And uh, so this is going to be, you know, it would be nice to get off on a, on the right foot in this three-year, uh, in this three-game uh, series. Uh, but you, like you said, Savali's probably going to be on some kind of pitch count. You know, his last start uh, with Columbus, <clears throat> he went four and two-thirds struck out seven. So, you know, I would think, you know, he probably threw, I think he threw around uh, 70, 75 pitches. So I would think he'd be in that, you know, in that range tonight as well. Yeah. Uh, one of the most important matchups sort of in the series might take place uh, right there in that first inning, Aaron Savali against Byron Buxton uh, and Buxton has really owned Savali in, in, in their previous matchups, uh, 10 at bats pre uh, previously, uh, Buxton three for 10 with two solo home runs uh, in, in those matchups. So, you know, watch for maybe, uh, you know, Savali to have to be sort of careful to some of these guys coming out uh, because you don't want to dig too deep of a hole too early. Uh, but uh, again, and especially against a guy, like you said, uh, who, Ryan, who, who really does have success against uh, Cleveland, Joe Ryan uh, previously against this lineup, uh, Miles Straw seems to be the only one with uh, multiple hits against him. Uh, Miles Straw, two for five in his career against Joe Ryan. Uh, Jose Ramirez does have a solo home run in eight at-bats, but uh, but that's it. That's the only hit that that Ramirez has. And, you know, we don't even know for sure that Jose is going to be in the uh, in the starting lineup. A great point, Joe. And, uh, you know, Straw has been struggling mightily. He uh, finally ended, what, an 0 for 22 slump with uh with a double uh you know uh, uh Sunday against the Dodgers but he has been really really struggling uh you know I, I talked to Terry Francona over the weekend about perhaps taking him out of the you know the leadoff spot and uh he just said uh you know the who do you replace him with is basically when we've been down that path before and he just he didn't he looked at the lineup and he just didn't like the way the lineup looked when when he took him out of the leadoff spot. Now he did say, you know, when Framil Reyes comes back, and I guess you know right now he's expected to return, uh, you know, tonight for this series. Uh, they could do something and flip the lineup a little bit. Yeah, and they have options. Obviously, Stephen Kwan's a guy who who's batted leadoff uh, before and on days when they've given Miles Straw rest, but. You don't know if that's something that they would consider to, you know, doing full time or, you know, on a on a more permanent basis moving forward. Uh, you know, who else do you put there? Really, if you've if you're thinking about it, there's there's not a lot of options uh, on the the roster yet. Uh, Andres Jimenez hasn't batted lead off before. That's that, you know, they had him batting up high uh, early in the year last year, but he's he's found success and sort of a home at the at the bottom of the order. Yeah, definitely. I think they like him at that, what, seven or eight spot, seven, six, seven or eight. He's really done a nice job there. And they've been really reluctant to move him, you know, out of that spot the whole, the whole, you know, first half. So I don't think they're going to mess with him. I could, I could see, you know, maybe putting Quan at, at number one and, and dropping Shaw to the ninth spot, you know, or straw to the ninth spot, something like that. Yeah. The other guy that would have maybe the, the, the right kind of speed would be Owen Miller, but, uh, you know, he, he doesn't maybe necessarily, uh, you know, fit the sort of role or the mold for, for batting lead off there. Uh, they kind of like him batting in the, the middle of the order as well. Uh, so, so who knows? We'll see, uh, you know, what the other options are. Maybe, 
maybe the option for a leadoff hitter isn't on the roster right now. And maybe that's something uh, that could be resolved by calling up a, a prospect who, uh, who continues to hit well. So uh, yeah, as far as those matchups go though, uh, you know, Savali versus Buxton, uh, you know, happens early, uh, a matchup that could happen later on in a game or in later on in the series. Uh, you might see a guy like Sam Henches, who's been hot lately, uh, come out of the bullpen in a in a clutch situation, have to face a left-hander, uh, somebody like maybe a, a Luis Arise or a, a Max Kepler. Uh, Henches holding left-handed hitters to a 133 batting average with 14 strikeouts in, in 30 at-bats. Uh, it, it seems to be maybe a favorable matchup if, if he gets in a situation where there's a, a tough Minnesota lefty. Uh, Kepler, only a 218 hitter against Cleveland uh, in his career, but he does have 18 home runs and 40 RBIs in, in 92 uh, career games against Cleveland. Yeah, Trevor Bauer's gone, so Kepler Kepler's <laughs> home run meter has gone down a little bit. But uh, yeah, Kepler is you know I think he's he's hit pretty well against him this year and those in the th previous three game series. Uh, and Henkes is yeah he's done a really uh, Sam's done a really good job lately, and he'd be returning home again. He'll be mm -hmm. pitching you know at Target Field, his his home field in, in his home state. And, uh, you know, last year didn't go well, but uh, this previous uh, three-game series, he pitched pretty well against them. So he even got booed by the hometown fans. So, you know, that, that's always a good sign that you're pitching well. Yeah, you know you're doing something right when the uh, the hometown crowd does that. He pitched there in a, in a high school game. I think he won a, a state championship there uh, when he was in high school at Target Field. Uh, also, you've got... Uh, Owen Miller, uh, another local-ish uh, player returning home. Uh, Owen Miller uh, grew up in Wisconsin. Uh, the Twins were his team growing up, and his younger brother actually got drafted last year by the Twins. Yeah, and and Owen has, uh, you know, you know, after that great first month when he hit 400, he's kind of tapered off a little bit, but he's, I think, he's finding his legs. And uh, he's uh, he's really shown the ability to drive in runs uh, in the, in the middle of that lineup. So you know he's been he's had a decent year and uh, he's he's a consistent uh, he's a consistent run producer. Yeah, I think uh, they're going to find a way to get Owen Miller's bat into the lineup as much and as often as possible, uh, especially if now we're talking about bringing uh, Framil Reyes back and, and putting him back in the middle of the order, maybe you know, not necessarily four, but, you know, four, five, six, somewhere in there. Uh, if you you got that, uh, it adds a little bit more punch to it. You need somebody on base like uh, Owen Miller uh, with his, his, his thing has always been the extra base hit. You know, he's the king of doubles and, and you want to see that uh, maybe a, a runner on base would help Fran Mill out if he, he can get up. Uh, some movement in the uh, Guardians farm system. Uh, several moves actually uh, announced over the last day. Uh, the, the big one, the, the, the shocking one, I guess, is, is Nick Sandlin uh, being sent down from uh, the Guardians bullpen. He will uh, be at AAA now. Yeah, he was sent down uh, to make room for Savali, who's got to be added to the 26th man uh, before uh, tonight's game. Uh, and yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. I thought, you know, a guy like... Uh, Anthony Castro, who just joined the team, might be uh, sent back down. 
but Sandlin and, and look at and listen to Sandlin's numbers. He's four and two. He's got a two point eight six ERA, but you know he's had really he's kind of lost the strike zone the last last month or so, Joe. In his last eleven appearances, he's walked sixteen, struck out eight, and that covers uh, eleven innings. So you know I think they w- probably want him to go back down and and find a plate again, get his mechanics under control because. It's not like he doesn't have movement on the ball, but his slider is moving all over the place, Joe. And he just, I think he doesn't know where it's going. The catcher doesn't know where it's going and the hitter doesn't know where it's going. Yeah. That's uh that, that's the big key is that he has so much movement that you have to be under control. We've seen this before with guys like uh, Adam Simber, who was up and uh, guys with the, the, the funky deliveries and the, the weird deliveries, they, they have to work harder to refine their mechanics and maintain things in order to know exactly where that, uh, that ball is going to go with, with as much movement as they utilize on their pitches. Uh, th- the difference I think with Sandlin is he throws harder than a lot of these guys. I mean, he can still get the ball up there at 96 miles an hour. We never saw Adam Simber do that. We never saw Adam Simber touch, you know, up mid to upper nineties when he was with the, with Cleveland. Yeah. And, you know, so I think Sandlin, this is just, you know, a chance for him to kind of gather himself, you know, in a less pressurized situation. And you're definitely, these games are going to be, you know, there's going to be pressure here. You're pitching, you know, you're playing with, uh, with first place at stake. Uh, so there's going to be a little more intensity involved. And to me, Joe, when I watched him pitch, you know, over the last week, two, three weeks, he seemed to be rushing himself. I, I don't know if you noticed that, but he, you know, I know he likes to work fast, but it was almost ultra fast. And, you know, it, 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 it seemed the quicker he got, the worse it got. Well, and there was a time when, when Tito said, you know, he was throwing to bases. He was occupied, like he was, he was concerned about runners. And, uh, you know, Tito said after a game that he had to pull him aside and say, Hey, just focus on the batter on this one. I mean, and that's something that, that we tell our, our 13 U kids, you know, Hey, just focus on the hitter, forget about the runner on the, you know, it, it, it's, it's neat to hear that sort of, you know, that sometimes they need to be reminded about those things that they've, that have been drilled into their heads for so long. Uh, but with Sandlin, yeah, rushing or letting the game move too fast is something that Francona always talks about. So uh, maybe he goes down to Columbus and, and gets a, gets a handle on that. And, and it's not an issue. Yeah. Because he's got, he's got the stuff. He's got the velocity. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a big part of this bullpen. All right, so uh, James Karinchak and Nick Sandlin will both be down there in the Columbus bullpen. Which one of them makes a return to Cleveland first, Sandlin or Karinchak? Wow, that's a great question. I uh, I know, I just thought of it, and it's really good. Jeez, oh man, I you know because Karinchak just what he struck out, he had a one and a third mm-hmm. inning outing, scoreless outing. You know, struck out a couple guys, no hits, no runs. Uh, he's so he's starting to come on a little bit, you know, maybe they give uh, Karen check a look before Sandlin and, and they let Sandlin down there and, and let him get straightened out. And, uh, you, you, you give Karen check a chance here. Yeah. I, maybe he gets, you, you get Sandlin as hot as he can possibly get before you bring him back up. And in the meantime, if a spot opens up, you, you let Karen check come and test the waters and see where he is, you know, you, You've got you can send him back and forth a couple of times. You've still got options on both guys, so uh, you know maybe that happens. Uh, who knows? Uh, speaking of options on guys, uh, there are 
there are several, uh, you know, we talk about the possibility of bringing Framil uh, Reyes back up here. You know, who goes if Framil Reyes, uh, you know, joins the, the roster? You've got to keep 13 pitchers and 13 pl uh, position players. Uh, obviously, the, the, the candidates right now would be guys like Richie Palacios or uh, even a, a DFA situation with an Oscar Mercado. I don't think Oscar Gonzalez is going to go anywhere. Uh, and you've already used three options on uh, Palacios. So, you know, you're getting close to the point where you're, you're going to have to make the decision to, to keep Palacios or on the roster or not. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Did Palacios come up early? Because remember, they had the uh, kind of, if, if you got called up before May 2nd, you didn't get, the option didn't count. So I don't, I don't know if he got called up earlier than that. But uh, yeah, just I just thought Palacios was the guy, Joe, uh, just from the way uh, Francona was talking about over the weekend. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, he, uh, he wanted him to uh, get to Columbus so he could play every day. They thought, he thought, Francona thought that they were doing him a disservice, you know, just by having him ride the bench at such a young age where, you know, it's hurting his development. So we'll see, you know, and I, but I, I didn't see Sandlin coming, so they could go in a different direction here to get, you know, Reyes activated. Yeah. I, I my thing is plus it, it, yes, he's young and yes, you're doing him a disservice by uh, not letting him play every day. However, uh, the role that he is in right now, he is really sort of taken to for a, for a young guy, you know, all of his, his pinch hitting appearances, uh, I think in his last, what, last seven games, he's got three hits in nine at bats. Uh, but, you know, some of those are, are big, you know, uh, six RBIs in those hits. So he's coming through in clutch situations. He, he's delivering RBI, you know, doubles in, in pinch hitting situations left and right. Uh, if this is a young kid who can accept that role and, and thrive in it, uh, you're definitely getting more out of him than you would out of Oscar uh, Mercado at this point. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they 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 won that series against the Dodgers because of his two pinch hitting appearances. He had the, the sacrifice fly on Friday night in extra innings, and uh, then he had the pinch hit uh, double Sunday that tied it up. And like you said, Joe, this kid's what three for six as a pinch hitter, six RBIs. Uh, and all three of his hits have been doubles. So, you know, he's he's doing a nice job in, in, in this role. And, and if you're sending a kid down like that, that's got to be a tough conversation, isesn't it? If you're the manager and say, well, we done, you've done everything we asked, but you're still going down. Well, but, you know, go back and, and think about that. They've they've had those conversations with, with a guy like a Bobby Bradley. They've had that conversation with him before. They said, you know, hey, you've done everything you can in spring training. You've done everything right You've done everything we've asked of you, but we're still sending you down. Uh, yeah, it's got to be a tough conversation. But uh, the vibe I get from Richie Palacios is is one that he he is he's he's okay if you talk him through that. I I really do. I I don't see him getting you know angry or uh, you know having that affect him negatively. He'll he'll just take the assignment in front. He he really does give off a a, a good vibe, and and that's why I think that pitch hitting role is so good for him. It's just it's frustrating that right now it's a it's a numbers game, uh, and and you're not going to not put Fran Mill on the roster. Yeah, you know, he, uh, you know, Palacios knows the game. He comes from a baseball family. His brothers, you know, what has been up with Toronto. His dad played. He had an uncle that played. So uh, you know, 
I, he knows the ups and downs of this game, but it's it's one thing to know him, and it's another thing to go through him. Uh, really quickly, other player development uh, system moves. Bo Naylor uh, getting the call to uh, Columbus. So uh, Naylor and Palacios will again be on the same roster, uh, probably. Uh, Naylor taking the place of Brian Lavastida, who goes on the injured list with a sore hamstring in Columbus. Uh, Naylor was, was you know, his, I think his, what, 898 uh, OPS with the Rubber Ducks. He was batting leadoff for a bunch of games. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Bo Naylor, uh, a step away from the big leagues and, and joining his brother on the, the Guardians roster, maybe at some point. Uh, Carlos Vargas, uh, a guy who would, he's recovering from elbow surgery. Uh, one of the prospects, I believe he's on the 40-man roster, and uh, he's started his rehab at Akron, or he's, he made his season debut at Akron, uh, looked really good there. And Gabriel Arias, who's recovering from uh, a, a wrist injury, he uh, has started a rehab assignment with the Guardians team out in Arizona. Yeah, Vargas, you know, hard thrower coming back from Tommy John. I think I read uh, he hit 100 miles an hour in his first appearance with the Rubber Ducks. You know, we've seen, you know, so he's interesting guy. And and Joe, when all these guys, they're on the 40, man, Arias, right? No, no, Arias, or is he? Yeah, Arias is on the 40, man. Yeah, Arias, Vargas, and, uh, and, and, but Naylor's not. Naylor's not. Naylor's not. He has to, he'll have to be put on at the end of this season. Yeah. So if, when these guys, what you know, you know, you got to get. It's going to be interesting to see how they keep all these guys. You know, at the end of this season, they're they're going to be juggling. Well, uh, a subject of conversation for our next podcast can be uh, the trade deadline approaching and and what uh, deals can be worked out maybe with some of these these prospects and some of these young guys who are on the forty man roster. Uh, maybe they'll be maybe they'll be moved so that there's uh, a little more flexibility. Uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, certainly not. Uh, I don't think Bo Naylor's going anywhere or Gabriel Arias. But uh, you know, these are these are guys who uh, have the potential to be uh, have at least trade value there. Uh, Want to uh, you know any of these moves, any of these uh, call ups or, or promotions? Uh, we have them first on subtext. It, we've talked about it uh, a lot this week, but um, you know, it's the best way to get in touch with us uh, directly. Uh, it's a conversation between Hoinsey, myself, and and the subscribers, uh, $3.99 a month. You can go to cleveland.com slash subtext and, and sign up there or send a text message to 216-298-4346, and you'll uh, be enrolled in our subtext group. And, uh, boy, we, we you know, it's, it's a great way for you to get your Hey Hoinsey questions and then uh, go back and forth. Some some of these guys are really funny. I, I've been, I've really had a, a good time, you know, texting back and forth. Just sort of the the short, pithy sort of, uh, you know, hey, we're Cleveland sports fans too, so we we understand what you go through sometimes when uh, when the the teams are up and down. Uh, Hoinsey, uh, have you enjoyed talking to some of these guys on on subtext? Oh yeah, Joe. These are serious baseball fans, man. They they know their stuff, and it's great uh, talking to them. And they, they get they you know every week I take the majority of my hey Hoinsey questions from from their submissions. And if you want it, if you want to you know get a hey Hoinsey question answered, you know subtext is the place to go because you guys get first you know kind of dibs because you're paying for the service, you're paying for the right to do it. So you know. 
you know, if you want to, you know, uh, see your name in print, I guess, <laughs> or online, this is, uh, you know, just give me a good question, an easy one. Don't make them too hard. Yeah, well, coming from somebody who sees his name in print uh, as often as necessarily we do, uh, it, it gets old real quick. But uh, yeah, uh, it, it's great, uh, a great, to, great service to have and, and great interaction with the fans. We love it and, and we're going to keep doing it. Uh, Hoinsey, the series opens up tonight. Uh, Savali and Ryan matching up on the mound. Uh, we'll look forward to your coverage and uh, we'll talk again tomorrow on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Good deal, Joe. 